Hello, I'm Deacon Frederick Bartels. Have you ever stopped to ask the question, is God after me? What do I mean by this? I don't mean that God is pursuing you for some bad purpose, to disrupt your life, or force you into doing something you don't want to do. I don't mean that he's after you as if he's watching your every move to catch you doing something wrong. I ask the question to point out this truth. God is tirelessly seeking you, drawing you to himself. In fact, he never ceases doing so. He never wearies of searching you out. Why is he doing this? For the sake of love. That's the bottom line. It's not that he needs you or me or anyone else. No, God is perfectly and infinitely fulfilled in himself. He needs nothing outside of himself. God's love is so great, infinite in fact, that it overflows superabundantly to his creatures, to you and to me. God doesn't need us, yet he chooses to share his life with us. God is after you for your own sake, for your own benefit, not his. He wants to gift you with the everlasting and boundless love you crave. And it's not as if God has to go looking for you. When I say that God is seeking you, what I mean is that he's drawing you to himself, as I said. He's whispering to your heart, inviting you to join him to share in his divine life both now and forever. The very first paragraph of the Catechism of the Catholic Church speaks about this. It teaches, God infinitely perfect and blessed in himself, in a plan of sheer goodness, freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life. For this reason, at every time and in every place, God draws close to man. He calls man to seek him, to know him, to love him with all his strength. He calls together all men, scattered and divided by sin, into the unity of his family, the church. To accomplish this, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son as Redeemer and Savior. In his Son and through him, he invites men to become in the Holy Spirit his adopted children and thus heirs of his blessed life. In the book of Hosea, chapter 2, the prophet Hosea gives us a wonderful description of how God seeks to draw us to himself. First, a little background. Through the prophet Hosea, God is speaking to the people Israel. They've been unfaithful to the Lord, abandoned their faith in many ways, and given themselves over to the sin of idolatry, which is the worship of false gods. Consequently, the Lord refers to Israel as a harlot or an adulteress. Think for a moment about how ugly these kinds of sins are and the level of total rejection involved in committing them. We might wonder how God could ever forgive this kind of rebellion. More to the point, we might wonder why God would continue to desire to draw such a rebel group to himself. And it's not only the people Israel, is it? All of us have sinned against God. We've all rejected him to some degree because that's what sin is. It's a rejection of God. Through sin, each and every one of us is a rebel at heart, harlots and adulteresses and adulterers, so to speak. Nevertheless, God is love and moved by infinite love. He tirelessly labors to draw us to himself that we may experience his love and share in it. The prophet Hosea tells us something very important about how God approaches a rebel people. 
Listen carefully to his words. Thus says the Lord, I will allure her. I will lead her into the desert and speak to her heart. She shall respond there as in the days of her youth when she came up from the land of Egypt. The Lord says, I will allure her. I will allure this unfaithful people. The meaning of allure is to powerfully and mysteriously attract or fascinate. What a magnificent statement of God's love, compassion, and mercy. He seeks to draw rebellious sinners to himself by alluring them, by presenting them with his mysterious love in a fascinating, attractive way. And, the prophet Hosea tells us, the Lord is going to do this by bringing his people into the desert. I will lead her into the desert and speak to her heart, says the Lord. The desert is a place of solitude, loneliness, and even trial. It's there in such a place that God will speak to our hearts as a lover. And it's there in the solitude of the desert that we can hear his words. This clearly highlights the essential nature of silence in our lives. Silence and solitude are crucial components involved in hearing the voice of God. Why? Because noise, the constant use of technology and smartphones, endless web browsing, unceasing music and conversation and socializing, and other forms of what you might call static in our lives, close off the ears of the soul to God. They effectively blunt our ability to hear the soft divine voice who seeks to allure us, not by shouting, not by subduing or overpowering us, or with any show of force, but by the delicate and compassionate and fascinating mystery of divine love. Having gone into the desert to be alone with God, he speaks to our heart with allurement, and this changes us. It ignites within us a reciprocal love. Continuing with the prophet Hosea, he tells us, On that day, says the Lord, she shall call me my husband, and never again my Baal. On that day, the nuptial relationship is restored. Unity is brought about. Love abounds. Hosea then gives us these words. I will espouse you to me forever. I will espouse you in right and in justice, in love and in mercy. I will espouse you in fidelity, and you shall know the Lord. On that day, we can say with the psalmist, the Lord is gracious and merciful. The culmination of God's desire to allure us is, and speak to our hearts is found in his incarnate Son, Jesus Christ, who was sent into the world that it might be saved through him. The crucifixion of Christ, carried out intentionally for the sake of love, is the absolute highest sign of the mystery of the love of God. Christ's saving passion and death on a Roman cross speaks to the human heart with divine words. It reaches through the desert to a place beyond time itself. It attracts us and pierces our hearts with unforgettable love, with the gift of God's love. Is God after you? Perhaps the better question is, have you stopped running? Have you gone into the desert? In its solitude and silence, have you looked upon Christ crucified? Have you listened to the alluring voice of God? God bless you.